We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. listening to Talking Stone while getting curling. Oh, wait, sorry, wrong podcast. You're listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 34 with your host, Morgan Austin. How is it going? Well, uh, first of all, I am glad that you caught yourself because uh, people should tune in to our other podcast, uh, Talking Stone while getting curling. Uh <laughs> We have an episode every single day. It's eight hours long, and we only talk about curling. So you should really check it out. Yeah. Um, that would be we great. Talk, we talk about every single shot in full detail, like how fast it turns, the degrees they hold it, if it's an in or out turn. You know what? If we're feeling gracious, we count the – we. oh, no, I guess they don't use bristles on the brooms anymore. Never mind. No, no. But we do count the seconds of how long it takes the rock to go down the ice. That's their most exciting statement. That it's is called, true. Count the seconds. Yeah, it's called stone seconds. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank God we don't actually do that. <laughs> Anyways, buddy, how's it going? Well, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I guess it had been a while since I signed in or opened the podcast app and uh, it had logged me out. So uh, I almost forgot the password, and I'll be honest, we almost didn't record, and I didn't tell you that before we started recording. So, hey, we're here. <laughs> we got this. We're doing it. It's happening. Um, also, Daylight Savings Time happened here, and it's fucked, and I hate it, and it's stupid, and it's the dumbest fucking thing. Well, I, I have heard in the past that BC has been in talk to basically make themselves like Saskatchewan and not do Yeah, Daylight but fucking it. The, they fucking talk about it every year, every fucking six months, actually. Uh, and nothing ever fucking happens. So, I don't know. It's stupid. Uh, could you tell that I'm pretty heated about it? <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed. I Our Saskatchewan had... listeners cannot relate. Um, No, and I'm grateful for that. Lots of people say it's because we're not smart enough to figure it out. I mean, it's not hard. Um, oh, guess what? What? There's another thing Saskatchewan has over BC because we hit a dollar fifty on the island. Ooh, exciting! I think we're about what is it a dollar seven? I think seventeen. I hate you. Um, but yeah. Uh, on a happier note, I had a nice steak dinner, played some party with my. The Mario Party 3, the old school one with my sister and her boyfriend. And I don't really have much more news to report besides that mystery box package that I'm waiting for should get here about uh, the 16th. Which I'll be honest, crazy. it's a mystery as to when it's going to show up. Pretty fucking much. Um, <laughs> I will be, we will be posting something some type of video and audio like we said on our instagram which we'll talk about and on the podcast um speaking of which i got more no more personal news i don't know if you do 
Um, nope. We might as well get plugs and get right to it. Let's fucking do it. All right. Well, I got one. It's nice, short, and sweet. It's at Captain Morgan 2. Um, exactly how it sounds and spells the number, not the letters. We've been through this in our earlier episodes. Yeah, if you're an OG listener, you remember our long conversations about trying <laughs> to figure it out. And also our main Twitter for our show uh, is at Podstoned. And I think Austin has something for you. Oh, yeah. We got me at, at Fitz D Fitzgerald on Twitter. So that's, you know, I tweet and stuff. I, I'm usually the guy tweeting from the main account anyway. But um, yeah. then we got TSWGS pod on Instagram talking Stonewall getting sports pod. And links in all of the descriptions to get to our podcast and other places. So, yeah, check us out. Follow us. Comment. Let us know if you like our new segment. We have uh, expanded on it this week, and uh, we're going to have some back and forth. Pardon? I said new improved segment. Exactly. So, um, yeah, let us know how we're doing. And, uh, yeah, let's get to the show. Perfect. I'm a little scatterbrained, a little stoned. So let's see how this goes. All right. I'll start. It should get pretty simple because we got baseball. That's not why it's simple. I mean, it's a, it is a simpler sport. But I just thought I'd mention for people that don't know how to operate the Google machine. <laughs> um, regular season starts April 1st. Um. I would laugh real hard if this is just a extreme April Fool's prank that the Major League is doing, and it's actually starting like a day after or something. I think that would be hilarious. Oh my god! I, I doubt that's what's going on. Yeah, I don't think but so. As it sits right now, we're looking at a hundred sixty-two game season. Obviously depending on COVID, um, still plays in this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I know the Blue Jays play on the first, so I, I'm i not going to watch all 162 games. I Why just not? Time. <laughs> well, you're not going to watch every single baseball game? Not even for just one team. <laughs> God, no. Um, I don't no, watch but- every hockey game. No, I try and watch all like every Calgary Flames game. I mean, fair, but it's um, a lot easier nowadays. It's now that you can record and all that deal and stuff. But, basically, living in the future. Yeah, right. But I know I'll be paying attention at least to how the Blue Jays are going, and probably a few other teams that affect the Blue Jays. Um. Yeah. What do you have to say? It's going to be short and sweet, but what do you have to say about the regular season and Major League Baseball and the big Fool's Day prank that Major League Baseball might be pulling? (laughs) Well, yeah, like we said, I don't think it's going to be a prank. Uh, It would be great if it was, for sure, and they started on the second. That would be epic, but I don't think they'll do it. However... Uh, no, my thoughts on it. I like it. I like the baseball's back. Um, another chance for the Jays to try to do something. Um, they usually don't, but hey, you know, whatever. When things can happen, they made some moves. So, yeah, they had some huge signings, some huge moves. So, 
So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but um, no, I'm excited. And uh, from what I can see in a decent amount of stadiums, there's going to be like, I think, 20% capacity. So getting some fans in the stadiums would be nice to see for sure. Which kind of makes sense. You're in a big Major League Baseball stadium outdoors. Yeah. Um, a lot more airflow. Like, and it's it's going to be spring. You're not playing, honestly, in the winter. Although that would be quite entertaining to see them play like, in like a foot of snow. That would be great. With a white ball. <laughs> Jesus. Um. I have to ask, though, since I didn't mention April Fool's Day, are you much of a prankster on uh, good April 1st there? Um, not, I'm not very good at it. No, me neither. The only ones I've pulled or tried to pull are really, really, really dark, and I'm not going, they're not mentionable <laughs> for this podcast. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to stay away from that because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on that note, we got some interesting, very interesting basketball news. Um, something that quite frankly, quite honestly caught me off guard. Um, and a guy who plays for the Pacers. His name's. Oh, I'm great at names. I uh, think it's Karee Lavere. Yeah, it was Karee Lavere. Is I mean, it looks French. <laughs> um, regardless, he's been through hell and back. This started with him getting traded. It was a blockbuster trade we talked about it actually now that I see his name again I remember talking about him right um but he in two months recovered from a renal cell carcinoma of the kidney it's from my understanding from the article I believe it's basically a cancerous type deal here. Yeah. Um, so obviously not good, but it's fixed up only two months of rehab and surgery time. And he came back, first came back, 13 points, seven rebounds, and plus the Pacers win. Um, they were playing against Phoenix Suns, who were on a seven-game win streak, so Nice. Fucking this guy, 26-year-old, comes back from a kidney surgery and all of a sudden he's doing not too shabby. That's badass. Um, like any person, like you or me or some regular folk, if we had to go through that surgery, we'd be away from just regular work. Oh, yeah, um, athletes are just longer. athletes are just built different. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, sure, he's only twenty six, but you and I aren't also aren't that very old either, and it still impresses me. Well, you're pretty old, but I'm not very old. 
I'm pretty fucking old. I'm pretty yeah. fucking 30 at this point. Yeah. Um, but no, congrats to him. Hopefully, he can, it sounds like he will be able to keep healthy. He also said that it sounds like the trade, in his mind, pretty much saved his life. I guess that's what he ended up discovering that he has some issues going on. So, got it fixed. He's doing well. Do you have anything to say on? We actually have two topics on uh, in the NBA side of things tonight. No, I just uh, just want to say good on him, and um, it's not easy to come back from something like that. So good on him for getting some points, some rebounds, being being definitely a factor in the game, and uh, yeah, good for him. Awesome. Um. <laughs> well. This is going to be a tongue twister for me at this part. We got five players log triple doubles on same day as an NBA record. I had to talk about this because me and Austin love stats. We love records. We love anything to do with in any sport to do with records and yeah, stats and all that type of stuff. Um. Something I don't love to do, however, is pronouncing some people's names. Oh, I got this, buddy. Thank you. Especially uh, this first one. So the five players that did it, uh, we got Giannis. Uh, remember this name we just don't worry about, so it's Giannis. And uh, right. we got Russell Westbrook. Fantastic. DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis, that's the name. Uh, we mm-hmm. got we got James Harden and we got Julius Randle. Um, now the cool thing is, uh, Giannis's and Westbrook's were both in the same game. Yeah, and right. I believe they both had thirty points. Yeah, version of this. So um, yeah, crazy stat like that's uh, that's wild. It never happened in NBA history. As soon as I came across this, I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure I can well speak for me, but I really don't watch that much NBA. So as soon as I came across this, I was like, records? NBA? Never happened before? We yeah, I'll talk about it. We love a good record around here. Yeah, um, no, this is absolutely in the same way. Because I know triple doubles don't happen very often in one game or even one night um, for five separate players and two of them in the same game to do it. It's pretty cool. Absolutely, it's absolutely insane. And I kind of get why these players get paid insane amount of money and they don't really stay with one team because they don't have to. But yeah. that's pretty much all I have to say on this. I don't know if you have. Uh, no, I think uh, I think I'm ready for our new and improved segment. All right. So I tried a segment <laughs> last week. It went. Okay, 
but short right after recording, me and Austin talked and we figured A, it'd be a lot more fun if both of us participated. <laughs> and B, I wanted to change the rules up a little bit if or in order for us to get a little bit more stone. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be more fun, more fun to listen to. Um if you guys don't like it, let us know. Otherwise, we're going to keep doing what we want. So, yeah. <laughs> on that note, it is time for the stoned fact or fiction. So, beautiful. So, <laughs> so right off the bat, I stuck with hockey ones. Um, and I also went with scoring category on this one. So it's all going to involve scoring records. Speaking of records prior, we love a record. So mine are all records involved. I'll go first. We got Yormer Yager is third um, for most all-time go- goals. True, true or false? Third all time for goals. Yes. False. False. The obvious one, which would be Gretzky. <laughs> I knew that you could get that one. Yeah. Way too easy. Uh, no. Uh, false. Well, you don't light that lighter, buddy, because it is true. Oh. He is third most all time for goals. Shit. All right, I hope I spark up my bowl. What do you got for me? All right, so I went a slightly different route, and uh, I kind of went with your Morgan's specialty. Uh, so we're talking about CFL. So I got some CFL questions, not specifically just scoring, but uh, tailored around the CFL. Um, All right. So for any longtime or should be new fans of the CFL, you should already know about this guy, uh, oh. Doug Flutie. Okay. Doug good. Flutie, good one of the best to ever play in the CFL. I would argue. Would you agree with yeah. me? Definitely one of the best quarterbacks, I can say that. Right. So, um, he was so good, in fact, that he, uh, well, let's get into that. So, <laughs> in the top 10, uh, passing yards per season for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. True, uh, fact or fiction? Doug Flutie has five of the top ten passing yard seasons. Oh, five of the ten? Yeah, not necessarily the top five, just five of those ten. Well, I definitely know who Doug Flurry is, and he definitely he didn't only play in the CFL; he also played in the NFL as well. Yeah, amazing quarterback. I knew where you were going with this. Um, I did hear this once upon a time, and I'm going to have to go with true. Is that your final? Is that your final answer? That's my million dollar answer. Okay, uh, so you are also not going to be sparking your lighter. 
because oh, no. Doug Flutie, out of the top 10 passing yard seasons in the CFL, has Is it three? Four. Four. Oh, I was thinking three, and you said five. However, ah. the cool thing is, his best season was 91. Mm-hmm. 6,600 yards passing. 6,619. Um, his second best season was 93. His third best season was 92. His fourth best season was 94. So 91, 92, 93, 94, those four seasons are in the top 10 all time in the CFL. All right. So he had a good little stretch, and then that's why he went to the NFL. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm staying way too sober, and I think you are too. So I really hope you get this next one right. Yeah, same. We might Um, be picking two harder questions. Yeah, possibly. Um, Alex Ovechkin is in sixth for most goals, including playoffs. So before I talked about Yager with most all-time goals, that's not including playoffs. Oh, so this is Alex Ovechkin is in sixth place, including, including playoffs. That is correct, sir. Fact or fiction? See, okay. So the thing about Ovechkin is he has a lot of regular season goals. I'll give him that. However, mm-hmm. for a long time for the Capitals, they never got past the second round. That's correct. So there's only so many goals you can get in the first two rounds if you're not playing the full four. So but they did attempt those first two rounds a lot. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm going to say false. I don't think he's sixth. Buddy, you have one more chance to get stoned or you're going to have to do it while I'm talking CFL. Wow. Okay. All right. Dang. All right. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, keeping it CFL, and we're keeping it quarterbacks. All right. I like the theme. Highest, not the highest passing of all time. Not the second highest. Not the third highest. Who is the fourth Highest passing QB in, in CFL history. You're asking. Oh. It's not. I, I, oh, I have to just go from my head. So Anthony Calvillo is first. Okay. Okay. Damon Allen is second. Mm-hmm. Henry Burris is third. Um. Think Western team. Yeah. I got two in my head, and I'm almost certain it's going to be one or the other. Um, How badly do you want to smoke? Real bad, so I'm going to go, but I don't know if I am at this one. Before my time. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was before my time. <laughs> so it's not who I, either of the people I was thinking Not about. before your time. 
So this is the most all time? No, the fourth most. Well, yeah, yeah but uh, passing yards? No. Yes. Um, it's not Anthony. It's not, you said it's not Anthony. It's not Doug Flutie. I didn't say it wasn't Doug Flutie. Why did I think I'm so stoned? Um, Top three are Calvillo, Damon Allen, and Henry Burris. Okay, well, I'm kind of hoping I'm going to get this one right, and I'm kind of thinking now what you're going with. I'm going to go with Doug Flutie. Final answer. Final answer? Yep. Well, buddy, we both have one more chance. Oh, no. Because Doug Flutie is ninth all time. Oh, you tricked me. I thought maybe you had a Doug Flutie thing going on here. Doug Flutie was 19,000 yards behind fourth. Who's fourth? Ricky Ray. Oh, why didn't I think of that? All right, well, this is your last chance. Okay. All right. Red Burnson is the number one player for most goals in one road game. Fact or fiction? What was his name? Red Burnson? Burnson. I mean... <laughs> this, Fact or fiction? This could be like from 1933. <laughs> That's all the info I'm giving you. Most goals in a road game. I'll give you one hint. I did have a theme going on here. First two were true. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, if I'm picking up on your theme, I'm going to go with that's true. Beautiful. Oh, did I get it right? You got it right, but right before you take that hoot, it'll give me time to think about your next question. What do you got for me? Okay. You got this, buddy. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, we're going record all time. For a career, who has the most... Receiving touchdowns. Well, receiving and rushing combined. Oh, no. Uh, I will give you one hint. Let me know when you want it or not, but I'm going to take a hoot right now. Okay, well, I'm going to think on this for a sec. I'll probably take it after. Okay. Um, Oh, shoot. Receiving. Catching. No, you just said receiving and catching. Receiving and rushing. Rushing, sorry. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Um uh I'll take the hint, please, for one. <laughs> okay. The hint is he is a very animated um character or not character uh but very animated part of uh the CFL broadcasts oh milt steagle 
Bingo. All right. You got it. I, I only like give you one hint. Yeah, as soon as you said voice, um, PSN, whatever you said, I know it's Milt Stiegel. Fair enough. I thought you might think like maybe pinball or fucking. No, he's not on the. He's part of. He's the GM for Toronto Argonauts. So. Oh, never mind. He's not on no panel. But anyways, I also get a toke. Um. I'll take it at some point here. My I have a free toke I get to take because that is the end of the Stone Factor Fiction. And <laughs> since we're going into CFL, um, I will talk CFL first and then take my hoot later. Okay, now we know the plan. <laughs> All right, beautiful. So, some huge news on Wednesday came down the pipeline. Um, Right off, hot off the presses. Read all about it. Read all about it. I got third degree burn off the shit, and it burnt hard. That was aggressive. All right, let's get to it. (laughs) CFL slash XFL are starting official talks. And basically what this means so far, everyone's jumping to conclusions, saying what's going to happen. All that's going on, they're just talking. They're just spitballing some ideas. They're just, you know, throwing some low pitches to see if anything hits. They're throwing some spaghetti against the wall to see if it's cooked. Um... And basically, I think personally, this depending what how they come about it, but this potentially could be extremely huge for both leagues. Um, the XFL has a new one new owner, and that's Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock. Can you smell thing, what he's cooking? <laughs> one interesting thing I actually found out about. The Rock from another podcast is that if you just took the amount of people that follow him on social media, he would be population wise the fourth biggest country in the world. That's insane. <laughs> so there's a few reasons why I think this could be huge. And um, there's also a few things that people are talking about that. I don't agree with, and that would be lots of people think it would be like a full-on merger. I don't see that actually happening. Um, what I vision, at least in my Morgan's perfect stone world, would be have kind of like like what lots of leagues do. We have college and university. And we have pros, it would be nice to have that next stepping stone for the players that need to develop a little bit more. You have like the AHL and the with the hockey and all that stuff. Yeah. Um so that's kind of where my brain's at, where I think this is gonna go. Um, I think it could be huge. I think 
just with like Dwayne's followers alone and all the media attention he gets, all the marketing he can probably bring to both ways. Oh, yeah. Is going to be huge. Um, but lots of people are thinking it's going to be like a full on merger. Excuse me. Like I said, I really don't see that happening. But regardless, that nothing's going to happen, I don't think, or we're not going to know anything this year because XSL doesn't come back until 2022, anyways. Right. So, but CFL might be playing this year. So, I kind of also see this could be like instead of going to like the government for a loan type deal, maybe get an actual partnership with XFL, get that viewership from the states. Because right now, as it says, we have a vote. There's about 30 million people in the states that actually watch the CFL. That's almost as many people in Canada in total. Yeah. So if we can get just a few more, you know, just a little bit more people watching from the States, that will benefit. Oh, yeah. Um, there's some stuff that's going on in the NHL that I really hope CFL could jump on it. And if they have partnership with the XFL, I could see that being more of a potential. And you guys will know what I'm talking about once we get to NHL here. But what do you think of CFL potentially well, just these talks going on between these two leagues. Um, the XFL play very much American style league. It's failed two times, but they've been trying to compete with the NFL both times. Um, before the owner was Vince McMahon, I can't say his name very well. Um, I don't really trust him very well. Um, yeah, but what's your thought pattern on this? And do you have any thought on what you think might potentially happen with the partnership between these two leagues? Um, yeah, I think the I think it'll be an overall positive thing. And I, I'm also like I said last week, or like we got to last week. Uh, I agree with you in that. Um, I don't think it'll be a full full merger. Like I don't think the teams are going to play each other. I just don't think that's going to be part of the strategy, but I think almost like, like you said, like a uh, development league or whatever the case may be, I think it's a cool idea. And uh, if it helps benefit both leagues, then that's great. Um, if it's mutually beneficial, then the fans are happy. The teams are happy. The players, it might lead to bigger sponsorship deals. Like you said, more money in the league for players, which is always huge. Um, we want to reward the players for their fucking talent, right? Yeah, and any type of marketing is more or less good marketing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I think this has potential. I'm saying potential to be a good yep. thing right now because we really don't know what's going on. They just started talking a few days ago, but. 
Um, I could also see, even if it's a development league, it could be cool to, you know, we it's a couple of CFL teams, you switch every season or whatever. You know, you go into the XFL, you play exhibition game. The XFL, you know, with their yeah. rules, just, you know, with the exhibition game, what the hell? A little bit more exposure and then some XFL team comes up to Canada and plays a CFL team in CFL world. Just mix it up a little bit. That could also be interesting. Um, yeah, I heard some interesting thoughts tossed around in different podcasts and stuff, but I'm not really going to jump to any serious conclusions right now because we just simply don't know, but if this helps the CFL, then I'm for a little bit up for a little bit of change. I know lots of old timers and people have been watching CFL for years and years. Don't really want change, but I'm all for it. But I think Austin is jumping at the bit. I can hear it in his voice to talk about some very interesting and other topics are kind of funny hockey news. So unless Oz has anything more football related, want to get to it? Friggin' do it. Let's friggin' do it, he says. Let's get her done. done. All right. (laughs) So I think this could potentially be huge because, I mean, I have cable and I use Sportsnet and all that stuff. I'm not sure how Austin watches his hockey. I don't know if he streams or all that stuff, but the NHL has a new seven-year deal with ESPN. This is the first time since 2004. It starts in 2021 and 2022 season, so that'll be next season. And I think this is amazing. They're going to have 25 regular games on ESPN or ABC. But the big thing is they're going to have a thousand plus games streaming on ESPN plus. They're going to have Stanley Cup series, some playoffs series. I think this can be huge for the NHL. Um, enlightening me, Mr. Austin, how do you watch your games? And are you a fan of this change with the NHL as well? Uh, yeah, so I watch, I just get, I'm subscribed to like the Sportsnet Now thing. Um, but I do the plus so I can get the friggin' blackout game. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think this is huge. Um a big part of the the big reason why the cap really hasn't been going up is well COVID. And uh that's been mainly because there's just not been as much cash coming in. So this is mm-hmm. I think a huge deal and I think it's going to help with the salary cap um which is good because I want teams to be able to have more uh, flexibility because that leads to big trades and good fun 
changes and I love that shit. So I think uh, I think this is a good thing. Yeah, and we both love our hockey and we know that this pandemic is hurting everything and this is going to bring more revenue into the league, which is a good thing. Um, I'll probably still personally, unless the stuff really changes, I will probably keep watching with Sportsnet. That's just how I've been doing it. I'm not much of a streamer yet, but for any people that don't have cable, this is another massive way for people to stream games and watch more than just the team that they follow and all that stuff. Um, And I've heard great things about ESPN Plus, so another reason why I kind of wanted to talk about this as well is because, like I mentioned, with the whole CFL and XFL thing, streaming and all that stuff this could be a reality, something like this for the CFL as well. Totally. Because, um, yeah, it's going to be on ESPN and ABC. I know the XFL was already on ABC, so I believe that's the channel they're on. So, yeah. Yeah. Good news for NHL. Um, we also have some. <laughs> There's a coach in the league that makes me chuckle. And I think Austin knows where I'm oh, going yeah. with this. <laughs> um, so Patrick Liney benched in quotation marks by John Tortorella. And there's like the last six minutes and some in the third and two minutes and like 48 seconds in overtime. Although when he was asked why he did this by the media, he came up with his clever response. He's like, I didn't bench him. I just make decisions on who to play and who not to play at different situations on who I try. In my head, John, that kind of sounds like benching to me. I really have to hear Austin's perspective. He's, been a Canucks fan as long as I know him, so he's had experience with his coach as well. So, what do you John like? Tortorella is not a guy that lasts long in places, and that's just how it is. He, he, it can work for a while for sure, but after a while, the players just get sick of him. And after, like, we talked about when the line A trade happened, I was like, oh, he thinks he's mm-hmm. gonna get a better shot with fucking John Tortorella. Yeah, this is the second time he's been benched, to my yes. knowledge. So, but to me, this also reeks of John Tortorella just simply not giving a fuck and honestly, maybe not even wanting to be the coach anymore. Like, the fact that he is benching the guy that your GM just traded one of your best centers for, like, he, he, yeah, almost to me it sounds like there's some type of, yeah, some coach and GM tension or maybe John Torella didn't want Patrick Liney 
he was an alt. Yeah, but he, he benched an... Dubois as well. So, like, or... I don't get it. I don't know. Like, I think he just wants out. I think he's done. I think he's done with Columbus. Yeah. Well, with that being said, do you see him potentially landing? Uh, I think he might take a break, especially if he, like, gets fired now. I think he definitely won't coach this season again. No. I don't see that. Um, but after that, I don't know. I mean, he, he's. I want new coaches. I don't want to just keep say, using the same coaches. You know. So you're not a big fan of the Flames hiring a sixteen year sixteen year vet. Back? Well, I mean, you guys literally pulled him off the farm. So, I, mean, no. I mean, I'm not even. Hey, he's two and zero. He's two and zero. Start on Daryl Sutter. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I think Daryl Sutter is a great choice for the Flames because he's a guy who they are not going to be like. They're not going to push him over. No, first game that he benched uh, to Chuck Lindholm and Ajapani, I think, in the third yeah, period. No, he 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 doesn't give a fuck. He's there for three years. So I think he's a guy, basically, that the GM is saying, hey, guys, we're not fucking around here. This is not a coach that you're going to fucking walk all over. He, You got three years to win a cup. Yeah, so <laughs> smarten up and fucking play like you can because we know you're good, so fucking play like it. And two yeah. wins in a row, hey, that's, and, I mean, it's not massive, but it's better than nothing. No, very small sample size. Very small sample size. But, I, I mean, we might as well go right into the next topic. We're kind of talking about it right now anyways, unless if you have anything to add about the whole Columbus situation. But we're about halfway through the season, and there's a few interesting things that I just want to throw out there quick and just get your thought on kind of some of the things that I think is interesting to keep an eye on. Um, one short and sweet trade deadline, April twelfth, April twelfth. Sorry, um, that could be huge. I've heard some things talking about will the Canadian teams really trade with the American teams because of quarantine? What's going to happen with all that? Do you see any potential players or teams that might be buyers or sellers in? this upcoming trade deadline? Um, so I'm going to say two things that kind of contradict each other. So first thing I'm going to say is the big one that I've been hearing about is the Nashville Predators. Uh, and a big guy that comes up when the Predators are talked about is Matthias Ekholm. So Matthias Ekholm is a defenseman. He is a very good defenseman. And uh, the Predators are basically being like, you know what? I don't think we're very good. So let's try to get some fucking shit for what we got. And uh, Eckholm is a guy that could very much improve a team ready to go for the cup. However, um, I think this year, I think the trade deadline is going to be fucking bullshit more than ever. I think it's going to be garbage because like you said, Canadian teams aren't going to trade with American teams because not only is it the two week quarantine, but it's also the, having to get up to speed with the team and get that chemistry and like it's and and 
the like so for example let's say let's say right now the Leafs and the Jets right now are fighting for first and mm-hmm. so the Leafs trade I don't know for Matthias Ekholm now the guy that they or guys that they trade away are not on the team anymore and they haven't gotten Ekholm yet for like a few weeks so like you're handicapping your team um, on the hope that that player is going to improve your team. So I think that combined with the salary cap not going up this year, I know I keep bringing it up, but I think those two things are Mm going to, it's, it's not going to be very exciting. There might be some moves for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. There will be some trades, but I just don't think it's going to be a very big one. Yeah. Talk about a few trades and, Jump around a little bit here, but and one potential name I saw it toss out there, Jack Eichel. Um, I also heard Detroit could be a huge uh, seller. Do you see a player like Jack Eichel being moved? Well, you can yeah. Like so I have heard a decent amount about Eichel. Uh, the biggest thing I've heard about him is that he is potentially going to be traded to the New York Rangers, which could be very interesting. Um, Jack, what? I was just going to say that could be very yeah, interesting. Yeah, they got some good players. Panarin, Zabinijad, Ryan Strom. They got, they got players for sure. And uh, he makes that team instantly better. However, he has a big salary cap. Uh, he's making $10 million a season. So to fit him in, you got to get rid of some salary. And that usually means it's a good player. But um, I, Jack Eichel's not happy in Buffalo. Buffalo just doesn't win and hasn't won since he's been there. And it's not his fault. He's he's very good. Um, so I'll do a Sam Bennett and Jack Eichel straight across trade. Um, so, first of all, there's literally no way <laughs> Buffalo would ever agree to that. Um, you better start looking at guys like Goudreau Monahan before that happens. Um, Jack Eichel is a guy who changes a team, and um, I don't know. I and and you mentioned the Red Wings as well. They have a few players that have some expiring deals, so it's kind of like a rental for the playoffs. It might make sense for some teams, but like guys like Bobby Ryan, like Sam Gagne, I don't. They're not huge names. So I don't know if they hugely improved your team, but I don't know. Could be interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we all already mentioned Daryl Sutter. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Like, both Montreal and both Calgary now has had coaches change in the Northern Division. So, that's Let's see really how long Travis in my Green mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there's some interesting stuff going on in the North Division. Um, I also noticed like, we're not going to see a really good team that you normally would see in the playoffs, like either Washington or Pittsburgh or was it some of the other teams in that mm-hmm. division. Um, that's going to be really interesting to see. But something I know you can talk for a minute or two about is both Matthews 
and McDavid having insane season. Matthew is pushing for 40 goals. He has 21 and 16 In 26 games. games. 26 games, right? Sorry. And McDavid is on chase for 100 points. He has 52 in 30 games. Like, are these guys just on rookie mode in a video game, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, pretty much. So, just quick correction: Connor McDavid is on pace for ninety-seven points, but it is within the realm of possibility that he gets a hundred points. Yeah, which is like you said, it's fucking video game numbers on rookie. Thirty games, fifty-two points. It's bonkers. McDavid is the best player in the league. Just get over it. Um. Overall, I think. However, Matthews, 21 goals in 26 games. Now, keep in mind, this is all while, or not all while, but lately, last couple weeks, he's been playing with a hurt wrist. So, Mm -hmm. that just, like, it's bonkers. 21 goals in 26 games. He is, at this point in the league right now, in the season, he is the best goal scorer in the league. It's bonkers. Yeah, it's, in, it's insane. Like, as Austin mentioned, he had a hurt wrist. He missed, I believe, four games with that wrist. Um, there really wasn't very many games that he's played where he hasn't got a goal in. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to go through each one, but there's also some huge milestones and records that are within reach by players. Um, I know Patrick Marlowe is close to goals, I believe. Um, yeah, there's all types of crazy stuff that's going on in the second half of the season. But I really don't have any other sports stuff to add, and I think we probably talked long enough, and Unless if Austin has anything to add here, I think I'll just hop right to quick little stoner statement and do the sign off and all good. So with that being said, we got baseball balls are going to be getting hit real soon. <laughs> <in the first group. laughs> That's the episode title, just so you know. Great. Basketballs are going to be tossed while people are getting healed up from surgery. Um, I'm losing yep. my touch. We got CFL, XFL. They're chit-chatting away, and we got hockey. What the fuck, John? Get your shit together. Everyone out there, stay stoned. Wait, stay what? Who's John? John 